Good afternoon, everybody. This is the Marcus Today end of day podcast on Wednesday, 20th of September, and another, the third bad and bad day, the third down day on the trot. We've been down this week 49 points, 34 points, and then today down another 33 points. And I think if you're a stockbroker looking for orders at the moment, you've sat there most of the day twiddling your thumbs, low volume, ahead of what could be a very busy 36 hours of central bank decisions. Not that we really care too much about the Bank of Japan on Friday or really the Bank of England tomorrow night but it's the Federal Reserve meeting tonight and we will wake up to that tomorrow morning there is a press conference so Powell will be making comments as well and there will be an update to the Federal Reserve's economic projections which includes the dot plot and ahead of all that I have sold most things in our trading ideas portfolio you probably saw that Canadian CPI number overnight but it showed the similar trend to the US CPI number, which was the headline number picking up on the back of the oil price. And I've just got a nasty little suspicion that you might see Powell, rather than deliver a ECB-style message that the peak on interest rates is in, he might actually go a little bit more hawkish and highlight the risk of inflation coming back, and we'll end up with this higher for longer headline, or as one journalist has started to call it, high for long. So high for long might be the headline tomorrow. So just ahead of that, there is no need. And it seems we're trending down. And I can tell you from experience, probably wrong now, but from experience, the market tends to sort of get it right running into these big pivot decisions. It's not really a big pivot decision. It should be a predictable non-event, 99% chance of rates being left unchanged. But either way, the market tends to get it right. And we are diving into this decision. And we have the bond market going the wrong way as well. Bond yields at a 16-year high. It all seems a little bit odd. There seems to be a negative vibe running into this meeting. Hopefully, that's not what happens. But out of caution, having seen that Canadian CPI number, seeing the bond market doing what it's doing, you just don't need, I just don't need to take the risk. And the beautiful thing about selling is we can go to sleep tonight holding nothing. And tomorrow, whatever happens, we can start all over again. So not at risk running into the Fed meeting was the idea. So sold most things in the ideas portfolio. The other theme that seems to be running at the moment is that Chinese optimism, Chinese economic optimism that drove the iron ore price in the last week, that seems to be quietly topping out as well. And as I've said, I'm not sure it's Chinese optimism so much as peak Chinese pessimism that lifted the iron ore stocks last week, but they've been coming off this week. So today it continued. We had the resources sector leading the market down, down 1.36%. Energy sector as well, profit taking in energy stocks sector down 1.81%. And the technology sector following the US tech sector lower was down 1.27%. The sector that's doing rather nicely at the moment is the bank sector. Banks do quite like higher interest rates, at least in the short term. And we had the NAB unchanged today, up one cent actually. Westpac down 0.7%, ANZ up 0.1% and the Commonwealth Bank down just 0.3%. So banks surviving today. Woodside Energy down 2.1%. Square or Afterpay to you and me down 2.6%. ResMed down another 2.2%. Finally sold that today. What a disastrous trade that's been. And Aristocrat Leisure, the star of the top 20 today, 
that was up 2.9%. They had a meeting with analysts yesterday, analyst briefing, and the write-up on it today is that they were instilling confidence in their guidance ahead of the results in November. They're kicking a few goals with a new NFL Super Bowl game, and conditions in the US were encouraging, so they've de-risked themselves ahead of results in November. That was enough to get the share price going a little bit today. Other interest rate-sensitive stocks doing well today, interestingly, Computer Share loves higher interest rates up 1.8%. You see the market talking to us, telling us that this Fed meeting is going to be hawkish. We'll find out tomorrow. Insurance companies also doing okay today. They love higher bond yields. In IAG up 1.9%. When bond yields go up, it's as good as a profit upgrade for stocks like QBE up 1.1% today. Suncor up 1.0% today. Lots of boring stocks going up today, which is really defensive outperformance. Woolworths up 0.6%. Treasury Wine Estates up 0.8%. Medibank Private up 0.9%. Coal stocks doing okay as well. Coal price has been doing rather nicely recently. Washington sold Patterson up as 0.4%. Yang Coal up 0.4% today. And Steadfast Group. Did I see a video on Steadfast Group in Livewire of some directors been buying? Something like that. Anyway, they were up 0.7% today. Read an interesting article today about travel. A fund manager saying that the revenge, the post-COVID revenge travel trend had come to an end. In other words, we've all gone, I, I, everyone's gone to Europe, haven't they? I've never seen Europe so expensive. Coffees are five pounds and yet everybody's in Europe. Well, this fund manager says it's a revenge travel trend. Interesting. And that that's coming to an end. Also points out that the Chinese tourist, who, which kept the Australian tourism industry alive over the last few years, sorry, are over the pre-COVID years, the Chinese tourist is now staycationing, getting a little bit spending conscious, wanting to stay at home. And also interestingly says the younger Chinese tourist is not interested in group travel, which was big business in Australia. And they are not seeking out international travel destinations anymore to buy luxury goods because there are now duty-free shops opening in China. The Chinese Hawaii, he calls it. So travel stocks. If you have a look at the Qantas share price, Webjet, Flight Center, they're all oversold now and they're all still going down. So travel on the nose a little bit. Also on the nose is lithium down again overnight, Paladin down another 4.5% folding up. And other resources stocks, South 32 down 2.1%, Illumina down 3.4%, Pilbara Minerals down 2.8%. Sorry, it's Paladin is uranium, of course, mixing it up with Pilbara Minerals. Pilbara Minerals, lithium down 2.8%, but also uranium profit-taking. Paladin down 4.5%. Eluca down 3.4%. You can see what's going on. Everything to do with resources going down. Everything defensive is going up. Defensive or coal or interest rate sensitive or beneficiaries of interest rates going up are going up. Early evening here or early morning in the UK, there's been a CPI number out of Britain, which is better than expected. They're expecting 7.0% at the headline. It's coming at 6.7% down from 6.8%, so better than expected. The Bank of England, of course, are expected to raise rates for the 15th time on the trot tomorrow night. Raising rates, expected to raise rates from 5.25% to 5.5%. And a lot of economists thinking that could be the last rate hike from the Bank of England. The core UK inflation number, by the way, it fell to 
6.2% down from 6.9%. Consensus was 6.8%, so a better than expected number all around. What else can I tell you? A couple of little headlines here. Fitch says iron ore price going to $50 eventually. That's a bit bearish. They expect iron ore prices to remain on a multi-year downtrend, with prices forecast to fall to $50 a tonne by 2032. Okay, we've got nine years for that. Sezzle up 20.8% today on the back of results. Talking about Sezzle, it's so 2019. Katmandu, KMD brands to you, down 4.6% on full year results. Complaining about cost of living pressures, hurting sales. Flight Center X dividend today, down 1.2%. Sims Limited, Sims Group, up 1.7%. Selling a stake in LMS Energy. And AGE fell, what, 13%? Somewhere around there after doing a capital raising today. They are a uranium small cap. And that's about that shabby day. Let's see what the Fed does tonight. As I leave you, the Dow and the Nasdaq futures don't know what to do. Dow futures up 12 points, irrelevant. Nasdaq futures up 2 points, even more irrelevant. I've started watching Morning Wars. There's your water cooler tip. You'll be in bed at 4am now. You have a fabulous night. Hopefully the Fed behaves. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you.